Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is the name of our podcast. Search for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we have a YouTube channel. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. And Carl, good to see you, man. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I can't exactly see you, but I'm good to Skype you. Good to Skype you, man. Good to Skype you. Uh Carl, we have a special guest. We have Paul Brumbaugh on the Ta-da. line. Hi, Paul. Ta-da! Great to be here, guys. Paul and I and Carl, we are all part of Mutiny Radio, and you can hear our shows first every Sunday. Just type in mutinyradio.fm into whatever, and you will get our uh, streaming service. Uh, Paul Brumbaugh has a great, great, great podcast called the Edge of Insanity, that is on Sundays at noon. It's also available on iTunes, etc. And then we follow at 2 p.m. This is all Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. On Sunday, we do what our title says. We L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, it's so obvious. Carl, what movie are we watching today? Today we are watching Carnosaur, 1993. Carnosaur. So that's what you – Carnosaur. So you go – it's C-A-R-N – O-S-A-U-R. Okay. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. 1993. Oh, so it's not Carne with an E. Yeah. Not Meatsor. Right. It's and not... it's not Coronasaur. And it's not Coronasaur? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not the Coronasaur. <laughs> That's a million-dollar idea, Paul. Yes. I know. So we like the channel D-P-O-E-N. Depoen, D P O E N, yeah, Carnosaur, 1993. Roger Corman, D P O E N is the channel we like. Okay, so we want you to go find that, search for it, and when you see the link, click it, and then once you get to the page, hit pause for God's sake. Move the slider to the left, so it should be zero zero zero. Did you do that? Good. We're very excited. We're very honored. To have the countdown king himself, the maestro of descending numerals. Let's get ready to brumba. The world doesn't move on the beat of a different brum. Brum 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 brumba. Brum 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 brum. Under brumba. Will you please give it up for Paul Brumba. Yeah. Hey. Brumba. All right. Good to be here, guys. Man, I am so excited about this. Carnosaur. See, and I had it all mixed up with the other week show with uh, the Elvis flick, but we won't even talk about that. Elvis <laughs> is a carnosaur. All right, cool. Here we go. <laughs> do this in true carnosaur uh, style. <laughs> Let's do this in three. Oh, put your finger over the little triangle. Right. I almost forgot my own line. Wow. Holy smokes. Let's do this. Let's do it in three, <laughs> two, one, go. New Horizons, Roger Corman. He didn't direct this movie, right? It just yeah. he presents it. We Director's the Roger same Corman guy we saw last week, this. right? Adam Simon. Yeah. So the, wait a minute, the director of Brain Dead directed Carnosaur? Right, and he has the balls to put Brain Dead in this movie. So one of the characters watches his previously directed movie. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not even Quentin Tarantino and he's kissing his own butt. The worst part is they're doing a movie podcast about it in real time. <laughs> it's really? my idea. Our idea. Yeah, and everyone else's idea. Oh, right. Oh, it's the start of us. Chickens. Uh-oh. Bok, bok, chickens. <laughs> Aaron Osborne is a chicken. No, these are ostriches. This is the target species chicken. Usta-like. Target species. None of these chickens. See, it says iguana. Iguana. Yeah. So what they're doing is some genetic splicing here, and they're trying to arrive at a dinosaur. You know why they added the lizard? Because iguana add lizard to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Iguana. Uh, I think iguana do it. it. Yeah, I'll ask him, but I think iguana... So he's, they're mutating chickens into like a super monster. Ooh, look at that blood. Albatross. That was a big problem about the project. That albatross that hung on them like something. Yeah, or hung around Uh-oh, their... Oh, pelican. Oh, they're naked chickens. The Corman's... Wow. Corman's executive produced this, so this is directed by Brain Dead director. Right, Adam Ugh. Simon, the guy who the the player, the movie the player pokes fun at. And um Yeah, you can you tell that story again cuz that's a great story you had mentioned in last week's episode. Well, I mean, it's just it was part of the movie. Uh the the player was Tim Tim Robbins and it his he's Griffin Mill and uh they're shooting some movie and he just says, "Who let Adam Simon on the lot?" They're just Stabbing him. Okay, here's a meeting. <laughs> here's a meeting, and this guy wants to know uh, where Dr. Jane Tiptree is because she's gone missing. Ah, she has, huh? Dr. Jane Tiptree. They call her Tree. It's a taser. Dr. Jane Tiptree. Well, you. Oh, see, we tried everything. The, um, There's no response. <laughs> We, yeah, right. Did you page her? It's it's yes. It's nineteen ninety three. Of course, we paged her. We paged her. We faxed her. We sent a telegram. What else can we do? Now Coke you remember the, table. the Eunice Corporation from last movie? Um, Certainly, they were doing a lot of brain dead experimentation, right, uh, on a serial killer, or so they. And it had an infinity symbol, like the sideways eight. Yeah, he made a big deal out of that, Adam Simon. Yes, the infinity. Does it show up at Carnosaur? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, right now, the guy from Eunice Corporation is saying, yeah, we got Dr. Chain Tiptree. Uh, We see it says Eunice on the camera. Yeah, look at there it is. It's going to say Eunice everything. So this is part of the Adam Simonverse. Yes. Okay, Diane Ladd, she is Dr. Jane Tiptree. It says it right there, Carl. She's working in secret for Eunice, and she has to have total seclusion, and they're not allowed to know what she's working on for three years, or they lose the rights of their patents. 
So five bucks says she never leaves this bet. Five bucks? I have not seen movie. that bet. <laughs> oh, you see, and how many times have you seen Carter for? I've seen it four times. This is my fifth time. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, it was great having you, Carl. Let's just stop this. <laughs> I think this is an elaborate prank. I just wanted you to watch Carter's throw from time to time. Da, 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 da. Thank you. Wow. Uh, we just came in to clean up. <laughs> Diane oh, no, they're on TV. Five days on this film. Five days, and she was right there in that uh, set the whole time. And she's top villain. And, and she's, you know, I, full disclosure, I did see this movie in the theater in 1993. Wow. Uh, and she was the best part in it. Okay. So, you know, uh, one of the things we should mention is that Corman is the master of uh, – just ripping off the current movies. And this came out the same weekend as Jurassic Park, which uh, gave him enough free publicity. It well, was look, theatrically released, and I right. saw it. Yeah. I just want to say that the guy I, who did... I saw it in Brookline. Too, the guy who did Cars Life 2, he's the master. He's the master. But uh, Roger You're Carver right. No, I take that back. In. Go ahead and tell them. You tell everybody, like, Jurassic Park was coming out. Yeah, so Jurassic Park was coming out, and his idea was to release a, a killer dinosaur movie of his own, Carnosaur, and it played at the Brookline, in Brookline, Massachusetts, there's a movie house, like an art house, and they showed it, and everyone, including myself, lined up because here's a chance to see a Roger Corman movie in 1993 in the theater, and we were really excited, it was the new Corman. Uh, and this was before he, he was cranking out sci-fi movies and he had other mediums to deliver his films, but uh, the movie was terrible. I mean, I, I, at least from what I remember, it was an awful experience, but we experienced it together. Right. You remember right. Oh, to, you know, traditionally on this show, we I asked you at the end of the movie, did you like this movie? But I, I'm going to cut all pretensions and just ask you in the first 10 minutes of our watching, what uh, do you think of the film? No, I did not. Uh, this was not well done. No. All right. Okay. So word prep, because I have seen this, and I, I agree, this is really not well done. So we'll there's see why to like uh, as the film goes on. There's reasons to like it, and it's good yeah. on your show, but it's just not enough to be like. I mean, I wouldn't watch it a sixth time. <laughs> what about the sequels? Are you going to see Carnosaur Two or Carnosaur Three? Nope. You're right about that. There was Carnosaur Two and Carnosaur Three, and then there were two spin-offs. They just didn't call them Carnosaur. One was called Raptor, and one was called The Eden Formula. So that makes five films off of, thanks to Jurassic Park, was going to one day come out. Wow. <laughs> That's a nut. Yeah. Uh, you know, this plant looks pretty foul. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay. Uh, poultry plant. Something is missing, you see, and Jane Tiptree wants it back. And so they're saying nobody is in and out of the place. So the driver goes, come on, bud. I got to be in such and such in five hours and I'm late, you know. So he let him out. So in the back of this chicken truck is something mysterious. Uh, does it rhyme with dinosaur? 
<laughs> it does rhyme with Vinosaur, yes. <laughs> Actually, Vinosaur and Carnosaur, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought this was his Carnosaur, like it was made out of meat. Yeah, he's a carnivore. Carnosaur. Yeah. Carnosaur. Oh. But he... But, but the, he doesn't eat plants then, right? He's not an omnivore. Omnivore. No, he's not an omnivore. No. Omnivore. Um, I'm starting an all plant based diet. Mike, did I tell you about that? No, Carl. You didn't tell me about your all plant diet. Yeah, I mean, diet. well, by all plant based, I mean only foods that have been manufactured in a food processing plant. Awesome. <laughs> like mac and cheese, yeah. mac and cheese. Oh yeah, sure, but of course, but uh, but but no, especially funyuns. Funyuns are the shit, yo. <laughs> they're all they're all natural. I mean, they're not made out of like imaginary stuff. No, they're made out of fun. Yeah. Okay, so what's happened is what's escaped from Jane Tiptree's lab uh, has now killed. It killed chickens, and then it killed the chicken driver. Now, here's Brain Dead. Really? He looks cool, man. He looks like Arnold. I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger for a second. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, be drinking beer. Oh, he's not even drinking beer. He's going for the hard stuff. No, that's a beer. He says, better a bottle beer. in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. A bottle. Oh, boy. Aaron Simon, he he fucking got the continuity going. That's a reference to his previous film, where he got a lobotomy, or he gave a lobotomy. He gave, gave a lobotomy. Okay, now, this guy's job is to protect all the heavy equipment on this mountain where they're strip mining, and the hippy-dippy guys uh -huh. are, like, fucking with them because they don't like the big corporation. And that's why he's shooting at them? Right, well, it's keeping them away can't, like, from wait. the site, you know. Yeah. So he could wave, like, a, a stick at him. Dang, hippies. Now, this... Uh-oh, oh, no, he's a killdozer. <laughs> That's right. Good one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was a switch. Let's, uh, let's hope he... Oh, no, it's the kill to the soundtrack. Blip, 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 blip. Oh, no, it's... Now, now it's followed by the band kill dozer. Knuckles was a dog, was a very fine dog. Remember how no. they all looked the same? Like they got one actor to save money? Jesus Christ, that was the second time I did extensive research, and I just couldn't tell any of those guys apart. <laughs> See how it's four people in that movie. Shit on a, on a heavy loader? Yeah. Okay, he's found a prisoner. And she's... Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Kelly Kristen. It's uh, Jennifer Runyon. Good day, Monet. And she was in Ghostbusters. Too. Jennifer Funyon? Do you remember they were doing that task? The, uh, yeah. Like, what, a couple she of wavy lines? Like, what do I have on the card? She was, well, the, right. yeah, the flirt, flirt bait for uh, Bill Murray. 
That's a memorable feat. Yeah. But that was like 11 years prior to this. That was 84. I, so nine years. 84, yeah. And then she was on Charles in Charge from 84 to 87 as... Um, well, why, way to bury the lead, Carl. Way to bury the lead. Of course I know who she is. She's from <laughs> Charles in Charge, the first family. And she was Cindy Brady in A Very Brady Christmas, 1988. This is her last thing she ever did on camera. She she quit after this. Wow. Well, let's uh, be grateful that she's in this movie then. Yes. Very Brady Christmas. Yeah, Jennifer Funyon. <laughs> Funyon's already. Did she play Marsha? Did she replace somebody? Did Funyon replace somebody? No. Heir to the heiress to the Funyon. As you know from reading uh, Hollywood Dogs That Drink, Cindy. Yes, had they had a tiger from Brady Bunch. Right. Cindy was a, you know, Cindy fell into ruin after the Brady Bunch, and she tried to sleep with, what's that dog's name? Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, remember she was, like, yanking on his pocket rocket. It's in the book. Uh, so they needed somebody to be Cindy because Cindy was <laughs> now nowhere to be found, and that was Jennifer Runyon. Interesting. Now, this is the coroner. Wow, that's a claim to fame. It is. Yeah. And I don't know why she went away. Her name is Thrush in this film. Like, it's their hippie name. Her oh. name is Anne. And this guy is a professional coroner who doesn't wear goggles or masks when cutting out shit. Good, <laughs> good to know. Right, his mask is down. Even, Yeah, even Quincy puts up, ties his fucking mask up. Right. You know, every time they go to a corner in any movie, it's never got blood on it. Medical exam, no blood on it. Yeah, look, I'm gonna use. I I don't have time to take my glove off, so I'll just use the rotary phone now. (laughs) Yeah, and spread the germ. Nine, eight, smear. Now, my favorite part of medical examiners in movies, they're always eating a sandwich when they show up. (laughs) What do you got? Well, you know, right. Because it wants to show that they're so used to gore. Yeah, right. They don't even care. And they also don't mind when, like, Dirty Harry shows up. Oh, Harry, hey, way to break up the monotony of my day. I just went through two corpses. Yeah, of course I'll talk about this body. (laughs) Now, the guy who wrote a book called Carnosaur was approached to write the screenplay in 1991. Uh, by Corman's wife, Julie, but they didn't do anything with it until Jurassic Park. He bought the rights to this in 91, but it just sat around, and then when Jurassic Park was coming out, okay, there was this guy, Mike Elliott, he's the co-producer, and he and he says that Corman was like, now's the time to shoot because he, you know, he knew he could make the movie faster than anyone else and get it out there, and he could he could eat the hype of Jurassic Park. Well, because Jurassic Park was hype to begin with. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, you, you know, my late father was a, a uh, entertainment journalist and he did some book reviews and we would get some press copies. Mm-hmm. And we received like a, an advanced copy of it. And it was like a hot item. You know what I mean? Like even before the publication, everybody knew that Michael Crichton had cranked out like a mega yeah. movie, uh, mega, you know. Because it was – So it was, a, it was very hot property. Yeah. And it was it was already optioned. By the time it hit hardcover, uh, the first initial release, it was already optioned to be a movie. Yeah. So, 
Now, you know, this book, Carnosaur, uh, predates Jurassic Park by six years. It was written six years earlier mm. than Michael Crichton's book. You think Crichton ripped him off? No. <laughs> like he did like he did the previous book, My Wife's in a Coma? Oh, what great. a great idea. <laughs> no, wasn't it like a... Michael Crichton did uh, – he's a weird guy, like, pop culture-wise, because not yeah. only is he, like, a popular, famous novelist, but he wrote and directed his own movies, Westworld and Coma. And he was, like, a mega movie director for for Streaks. Andronica so Stream, is that him? Westworld? I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. That's intense. I, I just got to tell you what happened. The doc – this sure. guy was a doctor, but he he's he's a drunk, so now he's just guards uh, the you know the heavy equipment. But the girl ran away because he passed out drunk, right? So the cop right. took him and said, "Do you see the girl here?" Now clearly he did see the girl, but he lied and said, "Nah, she isn't here." So now Charles in charge girl Jennifer Funyon has got a crush. On the do- I was grateful to the doc. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, so this starts their bond. That's right. This starts their bond, sure. which will grow throughout the film. Here we are doing the work you know, of the heavy loader place. Okay, so yeah, Doc is, cool, of course, drunk stuff. again, and Funyun shows mm-hmm. up to say thanks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> Michael Crichton did direct uh, Westworld. Wow. I was, I was correct. I loved yeah, that he was movie. like an unstoppable force. Yeah, the first one's good. And then, you know, Future World was shot in my university, I believe. Bra- uh, Brad Knight says he was... Brad- yeah, there's, they had an auditorium that was so future-like. It Where's appeared in Brandeis. Brandeis, that's. I went to school at Brand. Yeah, right, Brandeis. You know how like you buy brand name rice, Brandeis. <laughs> Michael they, took a chance they on. They had an, uh, and rolled the Brandeis. <laughs> yeah, snake eyes. So the, you know, like uh, their grad. One of their grad auditorium is like futuristic looking, and they use it for the movie. And it's like, whoa, look at Peter Fonda. He's in the future. Yeah. So wait, future world. Now, I it's, saw Westworld. Uh, right, I better write that with down. Will Brenner. Future World's the sequel. Well, there was like a TV show in 1980 called Beyond Westworld. Yeah. Like It had a life of its own. Like it, The HBO show, which I enjoy – wasn't the only uh, Westworld TV show. Okay. Future World sounds very familiar, but... You know what it was? Like, Westworld was big, and then there was a porno called Sex World. Really? Which I haven't seen. And then there was a a sequel to Westworld, theatrical release, called Future World. And then there was Beyond Westworld. Okay, Beyond Westworld. Sex World. A movie also? No, it was five episodes. Well, it was uh, – I think it was, it was a 1980 TV series. I just know of it because I know the uh, okay. Westworld universe, but I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's on the YouTube. Future World? Or you type it in the streaming service. 
Okay. Beyond Future. Uh, no, Future World is the sequel. Yeah, yeah. And beyond, then Beyond Westworld. Westworld, that's it. So Bronson, who wrote kind of this book, book, he didn't like this yeah. book. He didn't like it at all. Bronson's book had a lot of dinosaurs. This one only has two dinosaurs. Right. Uh, uh, Gertie the dinosaur from Winsor McKay's cartoons. Right. And, Barney. And, and Barney. And Barney. And Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> For the two decade, uh, two centuries. All right. Now Barney is getting pissed, and but there goes Barney attacks. Oh no! And Barney vision. What a 90s attack. It looks like an ad for... <laughs> oh my god, he's covered in fudge. He's wiping fudge all over everything. Oh no, the carnosaur is ripping into her guts. Way yeah. to go. Edie, yeah. Now Simon, that was a hand sure puppet. So many hand puppet? Really? For real? Yeah, they did a lot of... Uh, they did a remote-controlled puppet. They did a man in a suit. They did a a full size, like sixteen foot tall robot. They did a lot of different things to make. There it is. Yeah. But that was the hand puppet right now. Well, I don't know what that particular shot was, but anytime the dinosaur's up close and doing like a eating thing, it's it's the hand puppet. What kind of how tall is the gentleman that was in the dinosaur suit? I mean, that was like a baby dinosaur. Yes, that's right, because this is early in the film, and the thing is growing. Yee. You see, the, the, I was trying to tell you about the, car, uh, the car, coroner. Um, like, he isn't sure what did it, because the thing, it was like, um, like maybe the size of a bobcat, but it, but it sort of looks like lizard bites, it, you know, he... So later on, he'll be like, this is the same thing, but the bites are much bigger. He, that'll keep occurring. And he's like, hold me. Either there's more than one or this thing is growing. <laughs> okay, well, so what do you think it is? You've seen this movie. If you, yeah. It's growing. <laughs> so Eunice Corporation is now learning that they found a genetic marker in – you know, people who are getting killed, uh, and it's... Did it say Office Depot marker? That's pretty generic. <laughs> it was universal product symbol. Um, <laughs> and so, if it's true, that means a chicken is killing people. Cut to a guy eating chicken on the road. Right, and he's saying, you should have some, it's good for your health. Look, that's the guy in the suit. Ah, uh, right. Is the other guy Seth Green? Oh, that's the guy in the suit, really? Yeah, and there's Funyun walking home. She and went to say because she's in a bright orange bag. But they fought. They fought about environmentalism. So she's walking. So she's out of here. Yeah. She's all pissed. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. Well, she's Cindy now, not Jan. But just for Christmas, and it was a very Brady Christmas because he was. It was uh, 1988, yeah, just before. Ah, uh, that's way. That's long in the tooth, Brady Bunch special. Yes, exactly. You know, they, the they, nostalgia. They, 
Yeah, and the thing is, like, they still crank it out. There was an HGTV show where they bought the Brady's exterior house, mm-hmm. and then they had the cast, of, the original cast of Brady Bunch come in, and they re- redid it to resemble the house. That's so that. like them to do that, because they, listen, th- that movie was, that television show was popular, and when it when it was in syndication and on at, like, 5 o'clock every day, it turned into nostalgia for it, right? They cashed in on that every chance they could. Right. No, sure. Well, a very Brady sequel in the uh, the first Brady Bunch movie from the 90s. They're both great. Yeah. Do you remember the stupid parody yeah, they... movie? It which was, one? It was, like, 2000. The Brady's. Remember the guy goes, Yeah, I think we're thinking of car Jack. And he goes, Well, of course it's a car. Right. But my name's not Jack. My it's name's Greg. Greg Brady. Sure, I thought I thought that came out I, that's the movie I'm talking about. Uh, but I think that came out in the nineties. Hmm. So I that's possible. I do know Yeah. Yeah, I think so because you, you I was talking about the P S E and G. Yeah, you're my yeah, I think you're right. I'll look it up. Now they're yeah. finding a dead guy by the road. Of course, he was eaten by a carnosaur. Well, yeah, you could you could tell because there's like carnosaur chomps everywhere <laughs> on his body. Carnosaur chomps. They, they tip. The carnosaur tip ten percent, which you know they're lousy tippers when they eat. They're lousy tippers, those carnosaur. So John Bronson was in 1984 was doing a like book signing tour and Roger Corman was like hmm what's this that's when he took notice of him and then his wife Julie you know his Roger Corman said sick him and she like made a deal <laughs> on a at a bar written on a napkin wow that's classic in 91 yeah and that's what Diane Ladd read Did they what about the script do they use actual paper for the script or they just no. type on the napkin Right, they used the napkins. <laughs> wow, a carnivore just ate the shit out of us. Oh, that's the puppet? Uh, I didn't pay attention to tell you, but if it's up close and like chewing out guts, it's the puppet. With someone's hand up his Gotcha. Head. I love the font. It reminds me of like unskippable game scenes. Like, come on, I want to get to the action. <laughs> so he's telling the senator that this is the best blueberry pie he's ever tasted because it's like got a thin layer of goat embryo protecting it. And then the senator's like, "Blah, gross." Yeah, might as well say I, I there's semen, my semen in the pie, senator. <laughs> I think we're. I think I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but that's okay. I'll live. It's because Paul does the countdown. He goes three, two, one. Then he goes whatever the fuck. You know he he doesn't right. He's got you in a rhythm. Three, two, one, and then you click. But no, he goes good, good, go. Right. Like you know, he always does that. Why does he, he's the countdown king? So he gets everybody. He's the countdown king. He's the you know maestro I mean? descending numerals. Yeah. Well, you know he is the maestro descending numerals. So saying the word "go," he's a little wonky on it. So the thing is, Mike, how many times have you and I, right, 
we get go. We should be 100% synced. And, you know, like that doesn't happen when it's the uh, Brumbot, right? Oh, well, I don't know about that. I'm not going to vouch again. I'm not going to pit human bot against human. Don't worry. He's not going to listen to this show. Okay, so we're back to Jane Tiptree. Um, Diane I, Ladd. I see it. It says that. What's, what's that? your latitude uh, and what's your latitude and, and longitude? Well, it where wherever this lab key? is, that's her all the only place she's gonna. Okay, now we find out that right. she's a son of a bitch. She's got the guy who let the dinosaur go, and she's like right. kidnapped his daughter, and now he's a prisoner. How, how did he kidnap the daughter without leaving the lab? I don't know. And then she's like making him feel terrible. Seeing she's like, "Yes, feel angry. Allow yourself to feel that." She's being such an a hole. <laughs> and she lies that the daughter's alive, and then has a dinosaur eat this guy. <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight, Carl, because you have seen this movie. Five times. Yes. She says, how did your carelessness cause dinosaurs to eat people? And that is cardinal sin. So right. I'm going to have a dinosaur eat you. Right. That's right. I'm going to kidnap your daughter to get you here. I'm going to lie to you about her health and well-being. And then I'm going to have a dino eat you. See, that's just like, why can't you just have the dino eat you? Why do you have to kidnap the daughter? Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay. Uh, there's no ransom money because your father has been eaten by a carnosaur. <laughs> Eunice Corporation. Look, uh, he's in like what's a... Called? Yeah. Is it a super collider? Yeah, you think they shot that in a super collider? I would doubt it. You can it. see a scientist in the background going... You can see a scientist in the background going, listen, Julie, we're just doing this for the money. <laughs> yeah, we took Corman's money. But they were in and out in two hours. Oh, my name is Adam Simon. I've directed Diane Ladd. <laughs> oh, well, come on in. Please. St. Peter opens the doors for you. Well, he also... In uh, oh! He wrote the script called Bones. It was a Snoop Dogg vehicle. Uh, he did The Haunting... In Connecticut in 2009. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> okay, he created and oh, produced that was the scariest the TV, He created and produced the TV series Salem, 2014 to 2017. That's pretty good. I get yeah, I remember that. I I do know that Haunting in Connecticut is probably the scariest tri-state movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to say that. I tried to state it. I try I try state. <laughs> I tried to. I tried. Try I tried. You can. Yeah. You know what's funny? Can, Connecticut thinks Connecticut. it's New England. Isn't that funny? No, it's Tri-State. I know it's in two. It's in both New England and Lucky them. And they Tri-State. They're New England. So you get, really they get two kinds of. Com well, if you still watch terrestrial uh, TV on in Connecticut, you get two kinds of ads: one aimed for the Tri-State and one aimed right. for the New England. New England. They think the Patriots represent them. 
As soon as you yeah. drive into well, Connecticut, it's right? It's like a border town. You drive uh-huh. in there, you start seeing all these old-timey uh, uh, New England-style architecture. <laughs> if you Everyone's drinking boxy cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, weird potato chips. Like, this, these aren't wise. Where's the right. wise potato chips? Yeah. Oh, you're in Connecticut now. Cape Cod can potato have... chips. Because we're... So it's, it's old like mother trying to say, like, see, see, you've arrived. Yup, uh-huh, you're here, New England. No, 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 Connecticut. You're a border town. Well, I always thought it was, like, in New Jersey, you could say, well, there's northern New Jersey and there's southern New Jersey. Right. But is there, like, something in Connecticut that's, like, half tri-state, the state, and then half New England, the state? Good question. I wouldn't know. Good, good question. Uh. Look, Ron Howard's uh, brother, Gentle Ben. Chris, uh, Star Trek reference. That is our Star Trek. Remember when he was four years old? Ooh, and that silly was in Next Generation. (laughs) His name is Fryer in this. Oh, by the way, everyone's been sneezing. Like everybody has a cold. That'll play into the. That'll play into the plot. Yeah. But not in a good way, I think it. You remember Gentle Ben? You're just a I'm just a little older than you. You probably missed Gentle Ben. Yeah, I mean there were repeats, but I don't think I I watched it as heavily as I did say the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well duh. No, but Gentle Ben was when I was just old enough to like realize TV was a thing. Like I'm just a little I think I'm two years older than you, is that right? Yeah, maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe a year and a half. When are you born? 68? Late 68. Late 68, and I'm early so October. 66. So, yeah, it's less. Hey, look, it's the producer and his wife in the movie. <laughs> That's right. It's not. But it's just some goof. Uh, okay, so you probably know him. From, uh, he was in uh, Apollo 13. Uh yeah, we 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 saw every time he's in every one of his brother's movies right. for the most part, and he's Austin Powers, he's like the Ice Cream Man. Yeah, yeah, he's in Austin Powers. Well, he only does a cameo. He'll remember at the end of the Austin Powers movies that like they it sounds like they're gonna say penis or dick, and then, right. then they cut to someone else saying something else. Yeah, that was his bit. So he'll say, according to the radar, it looks like the rockets is going straight up there, Arsenal." We need more arsenal. Okay, so they chained themselves. This is the robot. They chained themselves to the um, heavy equipment. And Doc said, you know what? Forget it. There's something. Look, he goes, yeah, hey, my green friend. <laughs> now, look, this guy's name, oh, yeah, his name is Pizza. His name is Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Looks like a. Uh... Not delivery. Robot. Oh no. Yeah. Watch his face. No. Pizza. Yeah, it looks like roadkill. Yeah, pizza. Oh, looks like pizza. Marinara. Okay, so now the girl it ladies like gonna a... get it. Now you will see an somebody tugging her fuck? foot. You'll see his hand on okay. camera. Right. All right. Not yet. Not well, yet. Now you should see his hand. A hand. See, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, for look yep. at that outskirts. Mom, when she loses her leg, she's like, okay, he's, he's busy uh, eating my oh, leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, I get kind of, look at him, he's picking his teeth with it. Yeah, I'm looking like a stogie. Should, hey, Carl, do you want to pause or something? Because I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but I, I mean, normally I am anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, I'm at 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. What okay. about you? I'm at 06 right now. Okay, so I want you to keep going, and you tell me when you get to 20, okay? Okay, sounds good. I'm going to get there in three. 21. Okay, 21. Okay, that sucks. All right. That was not counting. Where are you now? <laughs> well, you, you said 21 when it was at 20. I, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm at 32, 33, 34, 35. What about you? Okay, we're, at the, we're queued up. We're good. Oh, we're good. good. Okay. We got the breath. He's coughing. He's passing by a pukey body, but he didn't puke. That's pizza. So he's upset because they're all dead. And you know what that means. That means girl's dead. But now he finds her. She isn't. Oh, no. She's our hero. She, she gets the same kind of abuse that everyone else does because she doesn't drop dead instantly. Well, you see that usually these like, two are they... fighting, right? So now, you know, now it's being shown his real feelings. He really likes her. So this is the coroner talking to the cop about the bites getting bigger. Oh, huh. I wonder if they could figure this out. Quincy. Maybe. So wait, is carnage start growing like exponentially? Like uh, fast growth. Wow, this acting is pretty wooden. Oh, that's the corpse. Sorry. He's the corpse. <laughs> Good one. Ugh. It's a dinosaur bike. Don't worry, I'm a professional. I worked at Jurassic Park. I've seen this before. <laughs> now, the body count in this is only 32. I think that's pretty low. That's pretty fucking high. It's good. Like, usually these movies, you know, the carnosaur just shows up randomly and then eats one or two. But they've already, he's already eaten a good number of people. Okay. I think... He, I don't know. All right, thirty-two is. You think thirty-two is a fair body count? I uh, yes, sir. I think it's a, a more than generous body count. Oh, by the way, Rod, Roger Ebert said this was the worst movie of '93. Well, I'm going to agree with Mr. Ebert for once. Yeah, and of course it's, that asshole fiscal just to be different was like, I liked it. Get out! How can you like this? Right. Yeah. I mean, really, we've already tipped our hat. We hate this movie, but I mean, how can you hit like? So what she's doing now is finding his drawings and stuff, and being like, maybe he's not such a bad guy. But then she finds like this bloody Thank stuff. You. I thought she was like, he did have etchings back in his bedroom. It wasn't bullshit. Uh-oh. Wow. Press the X button. 
Now, that was enough to get rid of Carnosaur. Carnosaur was like, all right, fuck it then. I, I can eat plenty of people. I don't need to get shot at. Yeah, hey, man. I'm not bullet Thor. I eat meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why would you feed me bullet? That looks like a reaper. Not again. Oh, I let that Carnosaur escape. This guy's name is Raphael Sabarge, and it's S-B-A-R-G-E. Sabarge. No vowel. that. Yeah, like sub. Well, what's the name of that chain in the East Coast? Sabarge. Oh, right. Uh, the is That's a hot dog. Uh, SB, you're right. You're right. That was a rumor. I think the Fat Boys went in there and cut screws when they were all you can't eat. And they eat, they go to Nathan's in New York and Times Square and eat, and eat the wallpaper. I didn't see it on purpose. Uh, okay, now. Trust me, if it was on YouTube, we were watching it. He's pretending to be a guy who's bringing back to Jane the the dinosaur. Okay, Jane Tiptree. But right. really, it's, it's Doc. He wants to know what's going on. Now, this part of the, once again, we're in Biodome. We're in Biodome. Oh, wait a minute. So we watched uh, his last movie was also shot in the same location as the right. movie Biodome. Right. Well, he works cheap. I mean, then again, this is a Corman movie, as was the last one. So, they, you know, he may not have a say in it. They may say, look, we got Biodome it's available. It's a water like, yeah, okay, great. plant, and they... They rent the place out a lot of times for a lot of movies. The Fugitive? Uh, the list isn't in front of me. I did read it to you last time. I know it's Biodome. And uh, there was Star Trek episodes shot there. Um, I forget now. But the thing is, it's nonsensical. What he does, he wants to understand what's going on. So he holds her at gunpoint, goes into her lab, and that's it. He's here for the rest of the film, and basically they have a long conversation. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah, because, well, then, I mean, I remember something happening in the Diane lab, which we'll have to wait to see, but you don't it happens in the uh, lab, right? <laughs> We've been so good. It? We haven't ruined the ending of this movie. It All right, well, we are 45 minutes. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and ruin it because I want to make sure our listeners listen to the entirety of the movie. And they might abandon us before the end of this. Well, I want to say she'll give birth to a dinosaur, but she won't give birth to it. It'll pop out of her stomach. And it was on purpose. It was of her own design. It's her fiendish plot. See, there's eggs right there. It's kind of foreshadowing. So she got herself impregnated with Carnosaur, and she gave birth by dropping a Carnosaur egg, and then the Carnosaur popped out of it. She got everybody pregnant. She got them sick with a virus, and that virus somehow made a dinosaur grow in every woman. And every woman will give birth to a dinosaur and die. Including this woman. Yeah. She's the guy's hugging his pregnant wife. That's right. Holy shit. Shit, what a fucking movie. So come for the Jurassic Park ripoff and stay for the forced impregnation of dinosaur baby eggs. Right. Th spread through a contagion virus 
Uh, it's to the virus movie and race and bring dinosaurs back. That's what Jane Tiptree wants this, to do. This movie, holy fuck! That's the actual plot of this movie. Yeah, that is so depressing. I'm so bummed out by that. She's saying right now, I I'm sick too. I have a fever, and he's like, "Go lay down. I'll make my own breakfast." Give me that. <laughs> Now he's, he's gonna good, make. He's a good husband. But something weird's gonna happen. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't want to see this. It's gonna be all bloody and shit, right? Or there's gonna be a dino baby in there. That's well. Yeah. No. Here's the first one. All right, here we go. Oh, come on, do three eggs, man. You know you want to eat a hearty breakfast. You're a big boy. One egg. egg. Oh. What the? And it smells. Smell too. Oh, good thing he has another bowl behind there. Yep. Got plenty. Where's that pile of clean Ew. bowls? Oh, by the sink. Ew. Oh, I'm glad we synced up for this. What? Oh, careful, you. Oh. Clutz? Oh. That's Clutz. Oh, no. Gross. Or I'm going to pukey. Now, I would expect Roger Corman to have it bite his finger, right? That makes sense. Right. Doesn't happen. Hi, I'm looking for my brother. Yeah. Brother, are you in here? <laughs> He's like, what oh, the boy. heck is He's oh, Clint. chicken? He just had a big meal, yeah. remember? I think it's kind of tacky to eat chicken and fried chicken in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> remember that show, Louie? He was like, Chickens are dumb. Aren't they a little leery? We think they'd be a little leery of us by now, but no, they just. There's never any protest. You never see like a Martin Luther chicken. Oh no! Bye bye, Clint. Bye bye, Clint, who is an avid golfer but can't be a golfer anymore. Um, he had a hip Why replacement that? and he had to quit. Was it because Carnosaur bit his head off? No, it bit his hip off. He used to play 150 rounds a year, he brags. That's every other day. Oh, well, who can blame him? I mean, he's been in the industry for so long. He must have a certain routine down. He's got a lot of time free to play golf. He also has a lot of free time because he plays World of Warcraft. Um, really? Well, well, that's great. He doesn't have to pay for skins to look like himself. Well, he does have that. Um, he is known for his activity in the World of Warcraft game. Howard plays a game, the game under the name Extas, E-X-T-A-S, on the Herod Classic Realm. How cool is that? He must have been doing that for a while. Yeah. The, the thing is, if you're a Hollywood a guy, you... You know, you go do uh, My Name is Earl episode, and then you're off for the rest of the day, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. They need you for a day shoot for Pumpkinhead 4, and then you, you got the rest of the afternoon. Now, he brings it to the coroner, which I guess makes sense. Right, there's only four actors in this movie. Is he in a body bag? Oh, no, no, no. No, she's just sick, and so she's bundled up. 
He's just checking on his patients now. Everybody's sick. There's nothing he can do but have them sit around. There's no cure. So is it the coronavirus? Yeah, the carnosaurus virus. Oh, did you say carnosaur? No, I said coronavirus. This is a mock. Wow, always turning This is pictures. called a mock buster. Ooh. Wow, so all these women are, do they know they're pregnant? Park, right? Yeah. This was like the sick room. So this is like a, oh, this guy's a good dude. This film made about a million bucks. They spent 850000 to make it, and it made $1.8 So just under a million dollars they made. Uh, that's why Roger Corman does it. Well, you, you know, like it did have a theatrical release. They did have the hype about going against Jurassic Park, but in reality, yes. they were playing like in the Brookline in these little small art house theaters, you know, like your little hipster theaters. So it wasn't like it was playing at the AMC. No, no, no. Okay, so the assistant says, Doc, you know, Dr. Tip, uh, Dr. Tip T Tree, can I go home? I feel sick. She goes, Yes, but come down here first. I want to examine you. And now Doc, who got her at gunpoint, right, is just sort of hanging out in the lab now. Right. He's not even, you yeah, know, like... Yeah, does he feel... He put his gun away, right? I guess so. Like, he got himself down there under gunpoint, and then he didn't do anything with her. <laughs> and now it's business as usual for her. Yeah, I know it's really weird. Well, I, I'm sure like they just edited whatever scenes they had with her just to get this movie out. <coughs> like it's probably not Diane. Diane Ladd, man, she's been in some good movies, and her she's the mother of uh, uh, Laura Dern, right? Right, she's the mother of Laura Dern, and so everybody thinks that that's why she got the part. Uh, she won Academy Award for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, 74. She won a Golden Globe yeah, for great movie. the TV show Alice, you know, in between 80 and 81. Um, she received Emmy Award nominations for Wild at Heart, Rambling Rose. She was in Chinatown, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Ghosts of Mississippi, Primary Colors, 28 Days, and she's the mother of Laura Dern, and the ex-husband, her ex-husband is Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all great actors. I love Laura Dern. Fucking, I don't know if you ever saw that movie where uh, uh, Matt Damon goes small, downsizing. Right. And it's a little small guy. Yeah. She's fucking amazing in that movie. And then uh, she's good in uh, Big Little Lies. I like everything Laura Dern does. I like I like Diane Ladd and I like Bruce Dern. He's still alive. Okay, now uh -oh. she was it's sick. A girl, dinosaur. She died, and now look what came out. Right, I'll take that. Husband's like, what the fuck just happened? Is it the husband? No, that's the. No, that's that guy. Look how calm he is. That she was sick. She wasn't even pregnant. She just gave birth to a thing. Look at the yeah. mist coming out of the lab. See? Why is that? Weird. 
It's it must just be movies. Oh, look at Welcome to my museum of eggs. Well, she's okay. saying, be careful. Don't fuck with my eggs. And that's a strong, you know, later he'll be all happy about that because he can threaten her. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to shoot the egg. This is the most exciting I'm going to shoot the egg scene in that's movie right. history. That is the most intense I'm going to shoot your egg scene I've ever seen. So oh, yeah. Up there with the scene in Casablanca. The crew was given more time than usual in Corman Productions. Now, this was shot in 18 days, the principal photography at least. But Simon, Adam Simon had six months to research and write it off the book. Um they ignored a lot of plot points from the book, but I'm saying six months because of the special effects and everything. <clears throat> they right. didn't want to use stop motion because it would take too long and interfere with the filming. Real-time models. It would look better, though. With. And green camera work. Yeah. How can we get into Yeah. Well, it's the point of view of the carnosaur. He sees a, chroma, a chromatic uh, vision. So the rebel forces need to go here because the... Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, it's not Star Wars. I don't know. It, um, so they had a three-foot T-Rex animatronic puppet. They had regular hand puppets. They had a suit model, you know, the suit... And they had the full-scale prop, of course, which was the robot. And it had system legs like hinges and cables and pulleys. Uh, they had a lot of different uh, uh, puppets and robots and such. I heard, I heard they had to use part of the script to make that uh, carnosaur. Now it's turning into a pandemic kind of thing. And again, it's just another person who's right. sick. Contagion. Man, look at that car. That's pretty hot. Phew. It was very it's, difficult uh, for them to make this feel real. You know, the, the dinosaurs. Right. This guy's like, hey, thanks for taking my wife. I'm going to get going. That's exactly right. Hands on. Like, no, you're not. Come on, fellas, it's March Madness. You gotta let me go home. Yeah. Jeez. So they spent no, seven no weeks for me? with all the robots and special effects. Seven weeks. It's not your typical Corman, let's go and shoot movie. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I don't know how many theatrically released movies Corman for New Horizons were cranking out in 93. You know, I could see them make new Munchies movie on DVD, <laughs> you know, or... Because he would crank out these, you know, he's famous for his movies in the 50s and 60s, and they had a different distribution system back yes. then. Where they were driving, so they just needed shit. There were double feature houses, they just needed garbage, they needed a B-movie, you know. And that, they needed that a reason dried to get up, he didn't go away, you know, he, he, st he stayed relevant. 
Yeah, because there's like video, direct to video, there's direct to cable, there's right right now I mean sci fi, a lot of those like <clears throat> Octo Shark versus Shark Octopus, those are all corner productions. She's crazy, man. Look at her act. Really a cuckoo. I don't know. Maybe she's sane. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she, she had this clever idea. Let me uh, get, create a pandemic that gets women sick and produce uh, dinosaur babies. She's going to destroy the human race and replace it with robots. That's, is that the reason why I'm sorry, with dinosaurs. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Dinosaurs robot. that happen to be robots. Right. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it all blurs together. It's another dinosaur pregnancy. Oh, yeah. This is like, I didn't come to see this. I did not pay to go to the fucking Brookline movie house to watch this shit. I came yeah. to see Carnosaurus. Gross. Movie's so depressing. Tip tree. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my god. Well, at least we don't have to watch Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. Who's that? The guy in uh, Sam Neill. So this Doc Smith, I don't know anything. Raphael Sabarge, I just don't know him. Uh, best known for his role as Archie Hopper, Jimmy Cricket in the <clears throat> Once Upon a Time. And huh. he was in the Mass Effect trilogy. I don't know. He was on TNT. Oh, that's, those are video games. Series Murder in the First. Right. Well, I'm sure everyone was. You know, Carl, I just realized what you were saying. Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park. Yes. So it finally clicked. So the weekend that she came out, her mom, her mom. was appearing in a ripoff movie. Right. So <laughs> people were like, it's a coup. Right. They couldn't tell them apart. They're like, which dinosaur movie is starring... Uh, now, I don't know if it's very interesting, but also, um, uh, also, the, let me just see here. Clint Howard has a nephew uh, who's that woman in the new Jurassic Park films. Where is it? That's a bit of a trick. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A niece, right? Bryce Howard. Bryce Howard. Bryce, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. So, yeah, here it is. I don't know. Is that interesting? Corman couldn't have known that. Look at the doggies. I think they're so cute. They're going to get eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad movie. You can, kill, you can kill 32 people, but the moment you get the dog eaten, that's it. Did the dog die? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll check. Now, look. She's waxing philosophic. She's waxing poetic about a world, a beautiful world that she's going to have made millions of years from now. That's so crazy. So she just wants to kill off the human race now. 
Right, so that she's you like know, a Carnosaur Three. All right, does the dog die, Carnosaur? Does the dog die? Yes, one vote. Does an animal die besides a dog, cat, or horse? Yes. Yeah, chickens. Are animals abused? Yes. Do they mean in the... I think those are the categories. Oh, does somebody vomit? Yes. <laughs> are there strobe effects? Yes. Is there childbirth? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Does a pregnant woman die? Yes. Does someone miscarry? Yes. Is there sexual content? Yes. Yes. Now this is Sheriff. Uh, is there blood gore? Him yes. throughout the film, and he's going to take on the dinosaur now. So he's like, "Come out here! It's just you and me." His name's Harrison Page. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah. Well, he's been all over, like. Jag and ER and and Melrose Place and Quantum Leap, you know, Wonder Years, Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. like all over TV. Dukes of Hazard, Hill Street Blues, Columbo. Everybody's been in Columbo. Oh, he was in Kung Fu. Yeah. So you think he played cops in all those shows? <laughs> no, but but sort of, like Don Rickles, CPO Sharky. He was like. A regular, and he was in uh, Beyond the Fat right. Valley of the Dolls. He was in Lionheart with John Claude Van Damme. Okay, so he's he thinks, friends with the one of the twins. He thinks the dinosaur's inside, but he gets a surprise. Ow! You got him. Nice shot. Yeah. Down for the count. So the cop is victorious. Sheriff Fowler. Two. Three. Eight, nine, ten. Ding, 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 ding. Sheriff wins. Sheriff wins. Don't go close to it, Sheriff. Oh, I know, you dumbass. It cost a lot of money to build that. Yeah, headshot. Quick, before he chops you. <laughs> like a dinosaur knows what's going on. Oh, just shoot already. Ah! Oh. Nuts to you. <coughs> that looks like alien. Ooh, valiantly <coughs> dies. Yep. In the line of duty. In the line. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you're... He died in line of a duty, protecting the world from a dinosaur outside a liquor store. That's how to catch up. He got a raptor hook in his crotch. He's <laughs> a line of duty. Yeah, you heard me. Ba, ba, ba. So they wanted the like, guy who wrote this right uh, book to write the script, and he did write a first draft, and he sent it to Corman, and then Corman, like, just never bothered to talk back, you know, just forgot about him. As a matter of fact, in the end, his credit is reduced to original story. That's not bad. You get money off of that. It might be that you don't get, get credit money, off. but there's no resemblance to the guy's book except for the name. And 
He was really disappointed. Can we be? Can we be honest? That's all you need in this movie is the name Carnosaur. He's sold. <laughs> well, all you need is Jurassic Park, and it's sold. Look, if I have to kill you, yeah. I think I like Jurassic Park. That was pretty good. I like Lost World. I, was, I thought that was pretty good. Jurassic World. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Party on, T-Rex. Party on, Carnosaur. <laughs> See, he shot... Diane Ladd is so not acting in this movie. He shot one of the eggs. She's so angry. She's so angry. That's her child. Don't look at her face. You say, "Don't do it." There's the uh, original anthem. Yeah, they can make a vi a vaccine with that. That's what he wanted. So now he will leave the lab. Um, you see what I mean? It was so weird. He like went into the lab, got her at gunpoint, and then said, "I'm gonna hang with you for a while." Okay, James. <laughs> and she went, "Okay, darn it." And I'll tell you all about my evil plots. Right. Look out. Disco. Yep. This is the strobe lights I was warned about. T-Rex. And that's the robot. That looks like one of those hallways, like, you ever been to, like, a New York, like a Manhattan uh, 70s-inspired, like, office complex where they have, like, a long hallway with neon lights in it? Yep. You, you walk through there to get to the building. It's kind of cool. Diane. Am I done yet? No, Diane. Still more 20 minutes. Yeah, well, she was asking him, Simon if she could leave. He's like, nope. Yeah, that's the final act. Um, well, Adam, I'm just gonna sleep on set. It's just wake me when I'm when my final scene is ready. Oh no, it's a birth scene. I take it back. Yeah, great. Now she starts showing her cooch, but it comes out of her stomach. Huh? Well, it's, it is Iron Man. I don't know. I found the name Bryce Dallas Howard, Clint Howard's niece. And she is like a yeah. I don't like the term ginger. I like redhead much better, but that's what she is, just like her, uh, just like her uncle Ron Howard. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in a uh, uh, Bond's uh, Lars Trier, Lars Von Trier movie. I, she kind of I don't know. I, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. You're right. I'll tell you, man. Jurassic World. Who gives a fuck? I know. I Even I my son, who loves Jurassic Park movies, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But what about the world? It's like, all right, here's the dinosaurs we all love. Yay, killer dinosaurs. And here's two lovable characters that we're going to stretch into three movies. Who gives a shit? I gave more shit about that little boy in Jurassic Park 3. Cause, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Jurassic Park 3, it's Laura Dern and Sam Neill. Like, we're still here. Oh, I think... Uh, didn't Goldblum show up in three? He didn't show up in three. Who? He shows up in World. Jeff Goldblum. He no, shows up he in show Jurassic up in World. He showed up in the second yeah. one. Oh no! Ew, gross! Diane, what are you doing? 
Ow. This is what my, this is my synagogue taught me about sex. Really gross. You see, I have to rip it out of your stomach. Yeah, I'll never have premarital sex. Yeah. She likes it. She Mama. likes it. Watch, see her face. Oh, I like it. My dinosaur. Hey. <laughs> Doc is back and he's got the serum. And of course, Good. girlfriend uh, is sick now. Charles in charge girl. So he's just going to take care of his uh, Charles in charge girl. No, nah, he's going to fight the dinosaur and do what he has to do. Honey, how are you feeling? Oh, much better. This is a lot easier than being on the set of Charles in charge. <laughs> She retired from acting after this film. Well, you know, if you put on a show, you get to give birth to a dinosaur. Dino dinosaur. Yeah, my dino <laughs> is sore. Oh. So, right. Think about the time you, you finally left the set of Charles in Charge. <laughs> right. Relax. Think about think about happy things like leaving Charles in Charge. So according to Corman, <laughs> uh, Dr. Jane Tiptree was originally envisioned for a male character who had a great deal of strength at the same time was an intelligent person, but no one was available is the way he puts it. So Corman rewrote the character as a woman and offered it to Diane Ladd having previously worked together on the 1966 film Wild Angels. Oh, wow. Yeah. She must be good in that movie. 1963? 66 was Wild Angels. Yeah. Well, Bruce Turner did The Trip, right, with Corbin? Right. Back Bruce. in 67 or something like that? Wait, the trip yeah. with Jack Jack Nicholson was a Roger Corman film? Oh, you're right. I get the two mixed up. Well, the trip, and then there was Freak Out, right? Freak Out. That we sounds one of like Roger Corman, yeah. Well, there was one that Dick Clark ripped off. So, Dirk I'm pretty sure the, the trip is... Psych, yeah. Psych Out. Was it called Psych Out? It, it was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I think so, and... Quantum Leap. And that was guy. that was a Corman ripoff. It was a Dick Clark production, and the Corman himself took acid and made a movie called The Trip, and I believe that had Peter Fonda and Bruce Dern in it. Now, is The Trip with Jackie Gleason? Because that movie's still coming. Oh, that was to do. You you recommended it. Well, well, there's the. Oh, there's a, a series of mo recent movies called The Trip, which is uh, Steve Coogan and Rob something, uh, and they play themselves. They're kind uh -huh. of like successful British comedians, and they go to different restaurants. And they, there's four of these movies. I think five? There's The Trip, where they go through England, and then there's like The Trip to Spain, The Trip to Italy, and I think they just did The Trip to Greece. I might have seen the trip and it was with yeah the english comedians and it, the guy was like the fifth person he called and yeah 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 right 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 that, that's but what was the jackie gleason one where he takes acid that's called skidoo 
Oh, oh, oh. oh. Now, uh, I, of course I recommend that movie. Skidoo yeah. with an exclamation point. It's coming. Yeah. So now he's going to give her the hot beef injection, and that will cure her of the dinosaur, I guess. But what does that mean? It'll stop okay. growing? I don't know. That's his excuse for anything. Oh, I, I know a cure. You're not going to take sex again, are you? Yes. Ow. Ow. Now, oh, look, these are all the sick people. By the way, this is Climax Nevada, which I think we saw in some other movie. Maybe you're right. It's a memorable name. Climax. Oh, my God, he's grown. Yeah, this is the robot one. Wow. Was Climax Nevada the the uh, postal the postal movie? No. Maybe I don't remember much yeah. of that movie to be honest with you, except for the appendix stuff. Or maybe what's that movie with Dino and uh, they swap? You know, the they pretend the wife is. Is from my favorite Martian guy, and that might be Climax Nevada. I forget. Okay, don't worry about it. Yeah. Kiss me stupid. Well, you know, you can watch my favorite. You can watch my favorite Martian on on Tubi, T U B I, a streaming service. They have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Now we're getting to the final count. It's Tractor versus Dinosaur. Killdozer. Right, and it's really reminiscent Boing, of right Aliens there. when uh, Ripley fights the alien with that that packing and loading robot. Well, I'm sure it was an inspiration. Or they just used what they had, which were... Doing, 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 doing. This is why I like Killdozer. It's nice and simple. A bulldozer hits a alien rock. Alien takes over the bulldozer and kills everyone. The end. Or yeah. but gets ensnared. The end. Now that it says Bobcat no. on the side, it doesn't say Eunice Corporation. See? But it's miniature too. It looks like somebody's like prop. Whoa! Stop lifting the camera to the angle. <laughs> He's laughing. Wow. He's more like Godzilla. He has not eaten a, like a beef jerky. This carnosaur must be hungry by now. Yep. Wait till he finds out he's a father to 400 carnosaurs. I'm out of here. That's the only way they get this dinosaur to leave town. You're the father. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be on Maury, and Maury's going to say, you are the father. <laughs> but Jane Dimitri is the father of all of those. So look. Why is why are we watching anything after Jane Dimitri giving birth? Right? They should have ended the movie after that. The fact well, that they have 15 more minutes of special effects. life. That's worth watching. I'd rather eat onions. Yeah, that's fine. They could have had all this before the doctor gives birth. Yes, they could have. 
it's just like such a gross scene. It's like, why yeah, you, and you're right. Closure? It should have been like towards the, you know, a, a sort of finale kind of situation. You can't follow that. You can't follow that. How how can you follow that? Diane Lamb giving birth via her stomach to a, a dinosaur. And now it's now there's gonna be a fight. Yeah, I'm done. He's he's winning. Roar, 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 roar. Oh, it's, oh, I'm sorry, Adam. Adam, Adam. I'm trying to get my character. What is a carnosaur? Cut. What is a carnosaur? Trying to get my character down. Should I be saying roar, 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 roar? I don't know. Let me consult with Michael Crichton's book. You should be saying rah, 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 rah. Why don't you try acting? Oh, that's low. I have. I must get into character. <laughs> Spielberg never treated me this way, Simon. Fuck you. Sounds like you can hear the robot. I guess it's the engine of the bobcat. Oh, yeah. It's the wheels inside the dinosaur robot. So sleepy, so I ate an edible. Good night. Dead. Yay! Humankind won. Carnosaur zero. Nice bedroom, by the way. Looks like they put a mattress over the piano. Now, here's a reason why this movie sucks, right? This is our hero. He's fought hard. He's won. He's beat the dinosaur, right? He beats the dinosaur. Right. He deserves, right? We're vicariously living through him. He deserves to live and prosper and go off into the sunset with the girl. But instead, he will be shot and killed. Ooh, very 70s. No, but for no reason. It's okay. random. He didn't say Well, that's how George Romero is the crazy end. Yeah, why would they shoot him anyway? He's not a, if they're infected, it doesn't mean you got to shoot him 12 times. Look, that guy hit him on the shoulder. He was dead after the fourth time, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, shut up. This is one of the real reasons why this movie stinks. There's no... Oh, then they have to burn the body. Right. Well, wow, so he, he no from the, the dinosaur brain. He struggled hard to win. Wow. Ew. Is burning a pregnant lady? Classy movie. Oh, no, and their DVD collection. Shrek 2. And, and they're and killing the... Um, <laughs> well, what me worry. They're also killing the, the yeah. serum... That has the cure. They're burning it. I know what. You know, it reminds me of the Crazies. It was remade too, the George Romero movie about a town that just goes nuts, and Donald Pleasance is the one guy who could who can cure it, and he runs out of the escapes only to be shot on on sight. And that's Night of the Living Dead too, right? Oh, here we go. Ooh, the reverse scroll. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We had watched. Carnosaur from 1993. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Piece of shit. Good for your show. Lots to talk about. No. Depressing show. Yeah, lots to talk about. Just depressing premise. I never liked this movie. 
but we were able to watch two Adam Simon movies in a row. Right. Check out last week's episode. You can go to pcrcollective.org, aka mutinyradio.fm, hit podcast archives and find it uh, with the previous week's date. Wow. All right. So we get to do the reverse credits. This is the part where I get out of the uh, the Brookline movie house like, fuck, what did I do in my life? Right. I think it was a midnight showing, too, so I watched oh, that like, good. So at morning, least you like, don't yeah. have that – there's that always that bummer when you leave the movie theater into broad daylight. Yeah, right. Well, so. speaking of broads, I was on a date. You know, when I was young, Mike, I would go on these dates, but I would always take them to see, like, Sandlot, which is a bunch of boys, or Problem Child, which is, like, misogynistic baby <laughs> shit. I never took – or Carnosaur. I never took anyone – you know, one time I was on a date in the early 90s. I went to see Goodfellas. And it was great, but, you know, my date dropped me off, and I was like, what a neat movie. Where's my date? You know, like, I got to see Aladdin, and when I went, uh, my date had her roommates with them, and I had to sit through a kid's movie, and they dropped me off. So that was charming. Uh-huh. That was a good way to spend my young life. Uh, operating title, service imagery, chickens are processed. <laughs> Yeah, what a depressing. Even the credits are drab. Yeah, stage manager, studio teacher, craft services. Thank you, Michael. Yes. I mean Michael Michael. German, who did craft services. Well, usually they'll have something clever, like Chicken and Things, or, you know, Bobby's Donuts, not this movie. All right. Hey, Carl, this is tough. Uh, I, I have two movies that I really want to see. And I can't pick them between them. Okay. So I want to see The Castaways of Gilligan's Island, the, the TV movie. Would you be into that, or should we yeah. do the other movie? No, Castaways is good. The other movie? All right. So we want to change the pace after these doubleheader of Adam Simon. I'm going to save my other good, bad movies. Read the Torah book. Oh, Torah, science fiction. So next week's movie is a made-for-TV movie. It was the second in a series of uh, TV-length movies. This one is called Castaways of Gilgan's Island. It stars the late Bob Denver, the late Alan Hale Jr., the late Russell Simmons, and uh, not Russell Simmons, that's the, the, the rap model, <laughs> uh, Russell Johnson, and special guests, the late Tom Bosley and the late Maria Wallace. I don't think we have a uh, trailer for it. Oh, it's Carl, do you want to do the trailer for Castaways of Gilgan's Island? In a world where Gilligan is cast away. Oh, I'm cast away! Okay, wait, I found it. The Castaways on Gilligan's Island trailer. Two minutes, 27 seconds. You did find it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're going to actually hear the actual. So we want you to go. Uh, for our friends listening, still listening, where can they find this trailer? Who's hosting it? Okay. Uh, okay. Y- you search for the Castaways on Gilligan's Island trailer. And the channel is Paul Dean Martin. Paul Dean Martin. And uh, I'm at 000 buffered. In three, two, one. Wait, should I do go and get everyone all fucking screwed up? Three, two, one, go. All right. Some guy's having fun already. Paul Dean's kind of thank you, Paul. This is probably a fan-made trailer. I guess that is not the USS Minnow. That's an airplane. Is there something wrong with the audio? I don't Weird. hear. Weird. 
Yeah, I have it at 98. I don't. I hear like, oh, it's a minnow three. I think this guy is bullshitting us. I don't know what the fuck we're watching, Carl. Right, it's a plane having trouble, so I guess it'll crash on the island. It's a minnow three. Oh, finally. It really is Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Here on Gilligan's Island. They're just a little bit older. And, uh, and one of them is not the original cast member. Can you figure out who? Uh, I'll probably Ginger, but I'll look. Marianne would definitely be on this show. Yeah, it's Ginger. Yep, Ginger is not the original Ginger in this. Why? Dyed her hair. I don't know. Why don't you ask uh, Scorch or whatever her name was? Okay, I will. From uh, a very Brady Christmas. So this audio is some other audio than the trailer. Yeah, this trailer is kind of weird. Well, I think I've seen this one. This is not the Harlem Globetrotters do not crash on. That's a different movie. Uh, I think this one they open up like a fantasy island love boat uh, resort, and we get to see adventures of like Tom Bosley and his wife on a, a resort. Come on, you. Or not? I have no idea. You pine? What is it? Pine space nut? <laughs> What was <laughs> you far out space nut you? Far out space nut. Okay, that looks interesting. Fuck. We shall see. Castaways. Okay. Castaways on Gilligan's Island. Okay. Castaways on, not of Gilligan's Island. You're absolutely right. Castaways on Gilligan's Island uh, will be next week's movie. So check it out. You can follow our podcast if you haven't already at L W A S L M O Y T. That's the reason for the acronym. Carl takes our episodes in the movies we watch and syncs them together. We have over like 50 videos and a great variety. If you go to our YouTube channel, you could do LWAFLMOYT. Don't subscribe. Don't like um, uh, our video. Just check it out. And uh, we're also on Twitter with 30 followers. And we have a Facebook page. Let's watch a full <laughs> movie on YouTube. But we'll be back here on Mutiny Radio. Support MutinyRadio.fm. A lot of crazy stuff on the air. And you could... Uh, our GoFundMe descended. We want this uh, place to still exist. So go to Venmo, donate some money to at Mutiny Radio. Keep us on for another month. I dare you. Uh, and that's been the show. Carl, what a pleasure. Audience, what a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, thank you, Carl, for your hard work on this. I do appreciate it. I appreciate always you. Always happy to do it. Great. Well, cool. Audience, we're always happy to do it. And we'll see you next week for the Castaways on Gillian's Island.
jumping on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Howdy, people. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. This is Flat Black Plastic for you. Enjoy.